Praise the Lord. Welcome to the broadcast today. I'm Pastor Curtis Hutchinson, and we are in our Romans Bible study this fine, beautiful, sunny Monday morning here on October the 12th, 2020. And uh, we're having a summer day here in Northeast Texas. Uh, here in Northeast Texas, we could have any kind of day at any time of the year. And so it just, uh, the weather never changes. You know what they say, if you don't like the weather today, stick around, not till tomorrow, but till this afternoon. Things constantly change. We're excited to be living where we're living, doing what we're doing, and hope that you'd make it a constant to tune into these Bible studies that we have every Monday and Thursday morning at 8.30 a.m. Central Time, which you can find if you're not watching live on the Curtis Hutchinson 316 YouTube channel, the website, thecrosswaychurch.com, the Spreaker app on your smartphone. My channel is for those who have ears to hear, and we're just thankful for all the avenues God has given us uh, to be able to proclaim His good news, the good news of His Son, Jesus Christ. In every chapter and every verse of the Bible, it's all about Jesus. We don't just say that. Jesus said that. It's all about Him. The volume of the book is written of Him. And uh, just uh, join us when you can. <clears throat> if you go back a couple years ago and start in Romans chapter 1, verse 1, catch up with us. Oh, my goodness. There's no telling what the Lord will do for you if you'll just day by day follow along in the Scriptures and learn the Word of God as it is truth in its righteous context, and you will be amazed at what the Lord will do for you. Hallelujah. And uh, we'll see today <clears throat> here in the sixth part of uh, Romans chapter 15. We'll start in verse 13. I pray the Lord give us the meat and the bread that we need today. It's on the table. We just have to recognize it. We just have to be willing and uh, to, to, to partake of what he's offering us. And he will give us daily bread to sustain us. And that is what we need, daily bread. Hallelujah. His name is Jesus. Glory to God. Romans 15, verse 13. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing <clears throat> that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, there is so many things to discuss in this one Bible verse, but the Apostle Paul sent to us Gentiles <clears throat> has just previously in the, in the verses before this encouraged these Gentile believers here that make up the church in Rome to be encouraged and find hope and comfort in the Scriptures. And he uses an example by referring back to Christ in the Scriptures. And that must always be the case, my friend, uh, <clears throat> because Jesus, again, let me say it this morning, I take pleasure in saying it because I surely take pleasure in knowing this and, and experiencing this daily that the Scriptures are about Jesus Christ. He is the living Word of God. God 
that became flesh. The Word in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God and the Word was God. That's John chapter 1 verses 1 and 2 and then verse 14 says, and the Word became flesh. That's talking about Jesus Christ. The Word of God that is God became flesh and walked among men, hallelujah, was sent to lay his life down so that you and I could have life again because we were all walking dead men and women, dead and separated from God in our trespasses. But thanks be to God, through the Lord Jesus Christ, we as believers have been reconciled to God. Hallelujah. What a glorious time every day of your life can be, no matter what situation you're in, if you'll just know that, begin to learn the scriptures in that context. Hallelujah. And, and, and he says here, now the God of hope, for there is no hope outside of God that will sustain you daily. There is no hope. I mean, you can have hope you're going to do this and hope you're going to do that. But here the Lord is talking about that, <clears throat> that hope that comes through faith. What, what does the Bible say in Hebrews 11, 1? Now faith is, I mean, now, not Tomorrow I'm going to have faith, or I used to have faith. Now faith is the substance of what I'm hoping for. And, and don't forget, Paul has just encouraged and directed these Gentile, this Gentile church in Rome to use the Scriptures to be comforted and to find hope in now, now faith is, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the scriptures, the word of God. Hallelujah. You got to put it together. If you, if you don't think you have to rightly divide scripture and study to show yourself approved unto God. Listen, if you don't think you have to know all this, that, that you're, you're telling God that with your heart. Oh, no, you need to know all this because God is not a God who's just uh, going to mystically and magically uh, just walk you through the blessings without your faith. Let's get something straight today. I pray that you would hear this with your heart and that you would know this is true, that God is using every single thing on the planet today, the clouds, the blades of grass, uh, the, the air we breathe, every single thing on the planet in some way, form, or fashion, God is using it for his own special purpose. But God, we, we have as the children of God this amazing opportunity to be used by God to bear forth his fruits of righteousness that's unto holiness. The devil can't do that. The world can't do that. The demons can't do that. The creation can't do that. Only God's children through believing in the Son of God that came to take away our sins, not just once to get in the kingdom, but daily denying ourselves to take up our cross, to daily yield to this truth that made us free from sin and servants of righteousness so that our fruit that's under righteousness can be under holiness. Romans 6 teaches that. God is using everything, but only the children of God can be used by God to express 
the righteousness of God that is the only avenue unto the holiness of God. What an opportunity. What an opportunity. And I'm telling you this today so that you'll know that God's not going to just do in your life his, his, his perfect will for you without your faith. We're going to see that today more so even in this scripture. I want to be used by God for his glory, for his namesake, for his purpose, to bear forth his fruit, hallelujah, so that men can see him through me. Not just where I go to church, but see him. Not just know who my preacher is, but see him, hallelujah. Are you with me today? The world knows there's a devil. They know the, all, lots of these things. But I want the world to see the Lord. And the Bible says in Hebrews 12 and 14 that no man shall see the Lord except through those that are following after peace and holiness. Don't forget that. You need to understand that. God's not going to just mystically and magically do what God wants to do. No, it takes our faith. He couldn't save you until you believed with your heart unto righteousness, which was the very work Jesus did at Calvary for you. Never forget that. God doesn't just save sinners without sinners being involved, and their part is believing. Now, let's read this verse again. Now, the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. We have a part to play. Yes, we do. God's not just going to do things anyway. He's not going to just pick us up and take us from faith to faith and from glory to glory. No, our part is to believe. And we are to be believing, yes, all of God's Word comforted in finding great hope in the Scriptures because the Scriptures are God. Let's quote it again, John 1 and 1 and 2. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In verse 14 in John chapter 1, the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Hallelujah. This Jesus we serve. What an amazing Savior. And He's here for you every single day, not just in some mindset, but He's here for you in reality. He's here for you in reality. He died for you so that daily you could deny yourself, take up your cross, which is faith in what He did for you at Calvary, and be able to follow Him. But you have to be found believing. I'm not talking about that nonchalant like I did for years as a Christian when folks would, I backslidden Christian I was. Oh my goodness, there was no expression of Christ in my life. And don't try to tell me that I hadn't been saved. You don't know what you're talking about. Those people that say, well, they never were really saved. Well, a lot of people aren't really saved. But then there are some who aren't really saved, but they never learn how Oh my goodness, how to live for God. And then if you don't know how to live for God, then you'll just judge people based on the level of sin in their life. And somebody who's got just tons of sin that's evident, well, they probably didn't get saved. 
these people would say. While at the same time, sin is dominating our lives in some way, form, or fashion. And if we're honest with ourselves, we know it. So, and, and anyway, who, who made us judge over whether somebody got saved or not? Who, who, who showed us, who gave us the insight into a heart and what really happened in the heart of man? See how foolish that can be? Come on, somebody help me today. Now, the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. In believing. He doesn't just fill us with all joy and peace outside of our being in the place of believing. And if we will, and and again, let me finish what I was going to say earlier. as, As a backslidden Christian and some folk would come around me and start talking to me about the Lord, the Word of God, and, and church, and these spiritual matters, I, I would say, yeah, yeah, I believe all that. And, and I'm not, and this is, this is not talking about that nonchalant, yeah, yeah, I believe all that. Yeah, you know I believe all that. Yeah, no, no, no. That's not believing with the heart. That's just, that's just saying some things, telling folk you believe to get people out of your hair, out of your way. Believing with the heart unto the, the righteousness of God is it, it actually places you into a place where you want to discuss the things of God. Let me say something to some of you who watch these broadcasts and you really are intimidated on your job. You're intimidated in the classroom. You're intimidated in certain places where the topic of Jesus comes up, the Lord, the Word, uh, spiritual matters, and you kind of begin to back out of the, you, you move away from that. Let me tell you something. That's what I'm talking about. That intimidation. God did not give us a spirit of fear and intimidation. He gave us, he gave us his spirit that has no fear in it. Hallelujah. And, and listen, you and I, I've been there. I speak from experience. I would, I would tuck tail and get away from these Christians who were actually living in a place of Believing, experiential believing, walking in that which they believed, not just telling folk they believed it if they were pushed up against the wall and and brought to, uh, forced to uh, have a confession. No, living, believing, living as believers. Come on, you know the difference. I hope you do. There is a huge difference there. And only as we're found believing, found in a place of believing. Not just every once in a while say we believe. And because we're going to church every week doesn't even mean that we're found found by God as believing. God will fill you with all joy and peace in believing. But that's not just believing anything. That's believing in what allows him to fill you with all joy and peace. Think about this. Joy and peace are two of the three things that make up the kingdom of God. Remember, in the last chapter, Paul tells this church in Rome, and hopefully you and I have ears to hear, that the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. It's not what you're partaking of physically. It's not what's going in your body or what's not going in your body. It's righteousness, peace, and joy 
In the Holy Spirit. That's the kingdom of God. In the Holy Spirit. That's the kingdom of God. That's Romans chapter 14 verse uh, 17. Look at that. So believing, when the Bible here says, now the God of hope, and remember he's just told them that we're going to be uh, comforted and find hope through the scriptures. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. That's believing the word of God again today, my friends, in the avenue through which it's offered to you, through righteousness. That measure of faith, and I've said it often, and and I've not said it enough, so please don't grow weary with the phrase, that measure of faith that you've been given. The church knows very little about this. I, I, I guarantee it. Most who watch these broadcasts know very little about the measure of faith. In Romans 12, 3, we're told, we're told uh, not to think more highly of ourselves, but rather according to that measure of faith we've been given. Think about that. The measure of faith we've been given, and remember, for it to be obtained, for us to have received that measure, that portion of faith, we had to hear the Word of God in its righteous context. Think about that. Because the measure of faith we have received, Romans 12, 3, Peter wrote in 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 1, that this this like precious faith, this measure of faith we have obtained, we we obtained it through the righteousness of God and our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. But yet it came from hearing and hearing by the Word of God in its righteous context, which has to always point to the one who is righteous and the righteous work he did at Calvary. Hallelujah. See, you've got to know this. Because when the Bible here in Romans 15, 13 speaks of in believing, it must be in this context, not just believing anything. The God of hope, the God of peace, the God of all hope and any hope and any peace that's going to benefit you spiritually and allow you to bear... the fruits of his righteousness and express him that's unto holiness because unless it results in the fruits of holiness, my friend, the Bible says no man can see the Lord. Again, that's in Hebrews chapter 12, verse uh, uh, 15, I think, or 14 rather. Unless we're following after peace and righteousness, those things that make up the kingdom, No man shall see the Lord. I want you to get that today. God wants to fill you with all joy. Oh, that ought to have you shouting. That ought to at least have your head tilted and saying, you mean to tell me that my God, the Father of my Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, wants to fill me with absolutely all joy. He wants to fill my cup with all joy. Hallelujah. And he endured the cross for that joy that was set before him so that he could fill me with all joy. Yes, that's absolutely what the scriptures teach, that he wants to fill you with all joy. And that very joy he wants to fill you with is your strength. For the joy of the Lord, and it's his joy, 
is my strength. Hallelujah. But he also wants to fill me with all peace. That no matter what new noise, some pestilences take over the earth. And you better hear me today. This last little go-round was just a trial run. You better get ready for the things that are coming. Before the rapture, before the time of uh, Jacob's trouble, what we call the great tribulation, that Jesus said there's never been a time that bad and never will be again on the earth. You better know up from this moment up until that time, it's going to only escalate until it pours right into that that those years of great horror that we as the church are going to miss out on. We'll be at the banquet table with Jesus through all that. Hallelujah. But you better know this COVID-19, man, this ain't nothing compared to what's coming. This hadn't been nothing but a trial run so the church could run back to Calvary and stay there, learn to stay there so that we can draw from the wisdom of God. We can draw from the, that great well of salvation, hallelujah, through faith in the cross of Christ so that we can keep believing, keep believing. We didn't just believe to get in the kingdom. We, we keep believing, glory to God, that we can get through this life expressing the kingdom, which the Bible says is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. We, and, and, and our faithful God will fill us with all joy, fill us with all peace till our cups run over, hallelujah, in believing. He doesn't just do it. That's where the church has been far off track. He doesn't just do it. And my friends, he doesn't just do it when we're believing anything. It's the scriptures in the light of the one who said the scriptures are about him and what he did at Calvary is what turns the light on. You need to understand that. You need to know that. And if you don't believe that, then you, you're going to be a part of the church's uh, stunted growth, paralyzed situation, crippling uh, that's that's been in the church for centuries and centuries. I'm telling you, this has not been known. You start talking about the cross uh, and Christianity all in one uh, voice there in one setting, and those who are faithful in most churches are going to get up and get away from you, or they're going to start trying to tell you about the, the the programs and the new the new thing that God's doing in their church where they're finding victory and power, but it excludes the faith in the cross. And I got news for you: that's not considered in in believing. In believing is a continuation of what you began to believe when you were saved. Galatians, Galatians chapter 3, verse 3 says, Are you so foolish to have began in the Spirit to think that now you're going to perfect yourselves after the flesh? And if you go back and read Galatians chapter 3, verses 1 through 3, you'll see that the Apostle Paul says, You've moved away. From obeying the truth. And he tells them that their focus is no longer Christ in him crucified. And that's why they're no longer obeying the truth. Oh, they were trying to quote the word and, 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 and carry out the word. But you can't do that if your faith is not in the cross. Because watch this. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. 
through the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, uh, most of you who follow our teaching understand, and you've heard it many times, but for those who are new, you need to understand some things. Number one, the, 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 the Holy Spirit works according to a law. And no, we don't put God in a box. God has confined himself to one place he works among men, and that's in Christ Jesus. And that word in means in his death, through his work at Calvary. When you believed in Christ, that means you believed in what he did for you through his death at the cross. And Romans chapter 6 verse 3 says that we were immersed into that death because there is where the last Adam represented once again all of humanity and through our faith in his death, the Holy Spirit, the, the operation of God immersed us into that death so that God could not only see his son dying for us, but us dying with him. Thus, the apostle Paul says, I am crucified with Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yet I live, but it's not I that's living. It's Christ living in me. And now this life that I live in this flesh, I live by the faith, by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And that reverts us back to Romans 12, 3, that so we won't think more highly of ourselves than we ought to. And that means by trusting in anything other than the cross, we've been told to think according to that measure that portion of faith that was portioned out, measured out of the faith of the Son of God. For that's the faith we live by, and that's the work that was done for us, that righteous work through which we've obtained this light, precious measure of faith. Hallelujah. Think about that. The Holy Spirit, who is God, works according to a law, the law of the Spirit of life, in Christ Jesus made us free from the law of sin and death. That's Romans 8, 2. Write it down. Write it down. Uh, Hebrews chapter 7 tells us because there was a change of the priesthood, there was also a necessity for the law to change. You need to write that down and go look at it, my friend. Read the entirety of Hebrews chapter 7. You will see that the, the, the priesthood changed and no longer is it uh, Aaron and his lineage of being in Aaron's family, but it's now Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, and what he did for us himself by the shedding of his own blood, he became the great high priest over all of God's people. <coughs> the priesthood has now changed, and because the priesthood changed, the law changed, and the law that God works through now, Romans chapter 8, verse 2, is the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. And when we see here in Romans 15, 13, that God will fill, the God of hope will fill you with all joy and peace in believing. The word, little two-letter word in always refers to being in Christ, immersed into his death. And Colossians 2, 6, a paramount scripture for those who are hungry to learn God's word in truth, tells us, Colossians 2, 6, as you have therefore received, 
the Lord Jesus Christ. How did you receive it? Through faith in his death at Calvary. Like so, walk ye in him. That's more than a mental ascent, my friends. That's you and me daily denying ourselves not of snicker bars and soft pillows on our beds, denying ourselves of whatever, whatever, whoever would hinder my exclusive faith in the work of Christ at Calvary. <clears throat> You'd never know how many books I've had to burn, how many CDs and cassettes and things I kept for years thinking, boy, I'll show these to the grandkids. And the Lord said, no, you won't because all that you've preached before this time that you've come back to the cross, they don't need to hear. That was your teaching and preaching outside of this context. So it burned. I think we need to see a lot of bonfires outside the churches. I think we need to have Friday night bonfires where we bring and burn everything that's led us astray for years and ask God to forgive us for sowing finances into ministries that's led us astray, held us crippled and paralyzed before God. And all the while we thought we were in a place of believing, but we were denying him. And believe me, Paul told Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 12, if we deny him, he will deny us. And many times, many times, I speak from experience, I have denied God in my works while professing him. Titus chapter 1, verse 16. Professing, they profess they know God, but they deny him in their works. You see, it's not our works it's the work of Jesus Christ that we're believing in still today after being saved umpteen years, uh, decades you've been saved. It's time to come back to the only place that God receives a heart that's believing under righteousness. I'm so thankful to be sharing these wonderful truths with you and I pray that even though you may be sitting under teaching and preaching that's not this, God is stirring your heart to get up and to come out from among those, yes, who are his people, but who are refusing to point to the cross of Jesus Christ for all the understanding, for all the impartations of what God will do He's asking you to get up and leave. He's asking you to realize that when you planted yourself in that church, that wasn't him doing it. He will plant you where you can flourish, and we can only flourish where we're hearing the message of the cross throughout the entirety of God's Word. Hallelujah. It's been good being with you today. Tune in every Monday and Thursday morning right here live on the Pastor Curtis Facebook page or the YouTube channel, Curtis Hutchinson 316. Don't forget to pray for us. Don't forget to sow into this good ground where you're hearing the righteous words of God in truth. Hallelujah. You can do that at thecrosswaychurch.com or you can text your uh, giving to the ministry by typing the word GIVE to the number 903-231-5950. Thank you for all of you who do so into the ministry. We're so blessed and thankful for your giving to God for the preaching of the cross. God bless you. We love you. Until next time, stay determined to know absolutely nothing but Christ and Him crucified. See you then.